Great to meet you, Laura. Great to meet you too. You know, Miss Marvel is really enjoyed by all of us in India. We found it fascinating that an American music composer, which is yourself, would get the Indian classical elements so right. I mean, so well done on that. Would you tell us about working on that series, which is almost like a, a precursor to this movie? Thank you very much for that. And, and I can tell you that it's from collaboration because I had to have fantastic South Asian musicians whispering and screaming and working with me in order to get that. And, I, you know, it means a lot to me that you say that because... I think I'm a musically curious person, but I don't want to presume that I know something about a musical culture. And the thing about Indian classical music is, of course, it's a complex and complete and thorough and magnificent musical tradition. There's no way that I could come in with a vast knowledge of it without having studied it. So I had a number of really amazing collaborators who guided me through that process and who contributed in many ways compositionally to that project. We, Raginder, a fantastic violinist from Pakistan, Ganavia Dorotswami, who is an Indian Carnatic singer who helped me, Rasika Shekhar, beautiful Bansuri flute player, and others as well. So it was through their their voices and their collaboration that we were able to even approach authenticity. Yeah, I mean, considering Western classical has this form of notations, you can write down the notations. Indian classical doesn't have that. Yeah, so I, I know. It's a, it's a learned <laughs> tradition. It's kind of like, you know, it's, I mean, it is like jazz in some ways. I mean, jazz is, is notated in Western music, but then all the things that you do in the middle are not. And learning all that, what we call melismas, you know, the various ways that music moves and the ornamentation, it's complicated and it's also, you know, inspiring. So, you know, with Miss Marvel, there was the Indian and the Pakistani side, yeah. the superhero stuff, as well as the regular teen stuff that yeah. you had to represent. That's right. Will the Marvels be a continuation to that, Laura, or is it just the superhero stuff that you're dealing with now? I think it's its own thing. I mean, listen, introducing Kamala was different because so much of the series took place, you know, dealt with the partition, dealt with the pain of the partition and how that affects so many, uh, you know, every family, you know, in South Asia. This is not about that. This film is about Kamala coming in to this collaboration with Monica and Carol. So this film is about the three of them coming together as a team. It has its own sort of musical language that was created specifically for it. There are moments where we hearken back to some of that and when relevant, but but it focuses on the present and the future for our, our beloved heroine. You know, Nia DeCosta is the first African-American woman, only the fourth woman ever to direct a Marvel movie. Uh, this is historic stuff. Yeah. Uh, your experience of working with Nia in the Marvels, we'd like to know that, please. Well, you know, you also have to look at every department. I mean, VFX head is a woman. Sound is a woman. You know, all across the board, you have women who are working in professions that where it's very unusual to see them. So it is historic. And I think the MCU... That Marvel has been really, really good at bringing in diverse crew to support diverse storytelling. Um, I know a lot of people who saw Ms. Marvel said they felt seen for the first time in their lives. And not just South Asian people, but people who felt other than outside of the MCU. And I think that's really important to all of us to make people feel that there is a home for them in the MCU and that they are welcomed and well represented. 
But you yourself, Laura, have been such a champion for inclusion. I mean, you founded the the Alliance for Women Film Composers, the first woman governor in the music branch of the Academy of Motion Picture uh, and Sciences. You know, you created the Academy Women's Initiative. My question to you is, do you think you've made substantial progress as an industry or there's still lots to be done? You're sitting here talking to me right now, and that is evidence, right? The fact that I'm sitting here, I've just scored this massive movie with a big orchestra, is evidence that there's been progress. In the MCU, you've got Pinar, you've got Natalie, you've got Amy Dowry and others, you know, projects that haven't been announced where you have diverse voices. I think there is progress. Do I think we have a long way to go? We absolutely do. I mean, I think I would love to see gender parity. I don't see why that is an impossibility. I think it is a possibility and a probability, but we still have a long way to go before we get there. Would you, because you've also done What If, do you approach an MCU movie in a very, very different manner? Or do you not just compartmentalize? Do you just say... I am Laura, and I'm going to approach every project the same way. I think you do both. I mean, I think as we've been talking about, Ms. Marvel had very, very specific things that required specific things. I think What If is every episode of What If is like another movie. And so every episode of that show requires a different concept for the score. I mean, that one is really, is very much like that. I think well, I did a score, another score like that for uh, for HBO called Lovecraft Country. Every episode of that was kind of a different genre that I had to play with. I think the biggest difference between doing those and the Marvels, though, is Marvels is a massive scale. It's a massive scale in terms of storytelling, but you also have the budget and time. That's what's so great about working in movies is that there's actually a longer time frame. And what that means is that you can consider things in a different way than you can in television. And you can go back and look again and then the film is cut and you say, oh, you know what? That doesn't work anymore. Oh gosh, I'm seeing this for the first time. And when the VFX come in, you might reassess again. So I think that it's a different kind of movie making. You still have the same you know, you've got to do the same stuff emotionally. You've got to find what the core is. You've got to find what the DNA of the score is in every project. But the processes are different on every project. Laura, have you been to my wonderful country? Have you ever been to India I either on holiday or work? dying to go. And uh, Charmaine Obiachinoy, who was one of the directors on Ms. Marvel, said that she is making me come to Pakistan. It is next on my list. And I really, really am dying to go. I've never been and I've always wanted to. But this is my, the next phase, I'm going to start traveling. I've just been here working really hard for a long time. My last question is about the use of silence. I mean, a lot of background score people even in India, yeah. tend to overpopulate the sound. And sometimes you need the silences in between, isn't it? I mean, what is your advice to any budding music composer who's doing a background score? You know, it's interesting. Nia is a big proponent of silence, and she pushed for it in places where it was against my instincts, interestingly enough. Everybody has a different sort of way of approaching, but I think you're right. I think that sometimes you have to be quiet to almost begin again. And especially in these kinds of films, because they have to build in a certain way, sometimes silence and a reset is a really, really important thing to do. And and I think that you've got to look at a film and decide if it needs music and where it needs music. I mean, almost every film does need music, but where it needs music is called a spotting session. It's where we spot where the music should be. And that's the first and one of the most important meetings on any project.
Laura, I really appreciate your time, and I hope to see you in India soon. Keep, I will uh, call, keep giving us joy. <laughs> I will call upon you when I go, and I will, I promise. Keep giving us joy with your wonderful music. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you.